Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Today we have on a guy who's actually a pretty big veteran of the business here today, Zach Addison. He is on here today, all the way from Illinois, to Illinois, boys. I may be in Phoenix, but you know what? Born and raised in Illinois for almost 20 years. More Illinois than Arizona. Always will be the case. And guess what, guys? We talk about a lot of fun stuff, a little bit behind the scenes of what it was like back in the day before working on comic books became digital. Like, what was it? with paper, you know, taping, all sorts of shit like that. We talk about Comic-Cons. We talk about work at in the Kickstarter book, which, by the way, check out Omega 11 on Kickstarter. We talk all about Omega 11. It's cool sci-fi stuff going on. Time tra- Oh, it's, I don't want to spoil any of our talk. It's fun, guys. Uh, Omega 11 is going to be in a Kickstarter, uh, on the Kickstarter page, and the link will be down below. So I slur my words there. But guys, Zach and I talk about a bunch and also want to get some business out of the way before we dive in. If you guys want to follow me on social media, I'm on Twitch. CodaRex97, X, Twitter, whatever the hell it is, at DakotaMorgan3, and Instagram at Dakota underscore Morgan97. Follow me on there, guys, and I'll put it in the description box, too. Follow me on there because I will keep up on the comic book news now. We're, do- we're posting comic book news and keep up on the podcast itself, uh, adventures I do, uh, all around, all crazy stuff there. Follow a good love adventure, me and my wife. Huge congratulations to her, by the way. Shout out to you, Kayla. You have been doing fantastic, and I know you're listening, so love you, Boo Bear. And, of course... I was just going to get a kick out of that. So, of course, so as well, if you guys subscribe to this podcast, wherever you guys are listening to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, ComicChronicle.Podbean.com, whatever third-party thing, and leave a review. It also helps us out, too, in the algorithm, folks. Lastly, we are on YouTube as well, Dakota Morgan on YouTube, where you can follow my video game playthroughs, as well as Paleo and Nature slash Dinosaur content as well, from Dino Times all the way to other dinosaur-themed content. And, of course, the video versions, when we have them, of the Comic Chronicle podcast, such as this one, too. So you guys can go check that out as well see my derpy face and getting used to being back on camera folks it's been a hell of a long time so do go ahead and get check that out as well subscribe on there and i think that's about everything so without further ado though let's dive into my fun chat with zach hey oh very hey, nice how's it going? yeah i like the background there very cool oh thank you <laughs> yeah my, how you doing, my lighting's not very good but nah you're fine if it helps this is a ring light camera so it's kind of cheating in a way yeah <laughs> but uh now you, your huh? setup looks cool man oh thanks your setup looks cool. yeah this is actually kind of um for people not listening or not watching on the youtube channel yeah this is technically my room with the wife so it's room slash right, office right. so it all works you know uh yeah yeah we got the ball python q our rescue one in the back you might see a cat every now and then wandering around no idea where he went all right he's somewhere <laughs> he's somewhere but awesome Zach, good man. Welcome to the show, man. Honored to have you here today. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So it seems you've been a little bit busy, to say the least, here doing some fun little projects. Sure, sure. Uh, we just launched a Kickstarter for my book called Omega 11. I'm doing that with uh, James Aquilone, who's had uh, some successful Kickstarters in the past. He was had a real cool anthology book about Kolchak, the uh, Night Stalker. He was... <laughs> old 70s kind of like predates x-files mm-hmm. and uh he did a lot of like horror theme stuff like he did a, a classic monsters book and this is kind of like his uh kind of second or third uh for foray into comics mm-hmm. and uh i've been working in comics forever but um this is the first like creator-owned book for me that 
I'm uh and it's my first like Kickstarter that's like I've worked yeah. on many other Kickstarters, but this is like yeah. the first one that I've really done. In I mean it's I've never done one myself. I've supported and you know I've helped some people out on theirs too, but like I've that's insane to me. Kickstarter seems crazy <laughs> to say the least. Oh yeah, that's why I needed someone. Like it was it was it was my idea, mm-hmm. but I didn't I know I was like I didn't I don't have the I have ideas, but I don't know how to put them in script, you know, mm. and uh, James is real good at that. And I just needed someone to help with the Kickstarter, too, because I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is like very common because you see so many Kickstarter comics, you know, not to say that, but like you, you see a bunch, but a lot of them don't really ever work out. So to actually have one you right. know, work out like your guys and just have one like go big, it's really a tough business. Like, I think. Nobody really gives credit to how tough it actually is. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, it's fun though, yeah. and it's I have like a little bit of like anxiety just about like you know interacting with people online. It's easier, of course, but like yeah. <laughs> like I'm like okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to like message people and ask them to like uh, <laughs> check it out. So like yeah, I was like that, I was like fearing that, and then. Uh, and then just like, how do you even get the word out and all this other stuff? Because it's true. My social media has always been poultry, you know, like it's <laughs> it's uh, it, it, you, you know, I've always gotten work, but like it's it's always been through like um, inside the industry kind of networking, not social networking you know like yeah yeah so it's yeah, like I, I, I you know a friend who worked on this thing and so then you get a job yeah, that exactly way, and then it's like oh but instead of like oh let me do the emails or let me put out a social media post or something like that like yeah yeah, yeah that just meant, yeah. like getting that stuff organically i i've never been able to do but mm. it's it was but it has been fun like uh james has been like he got like a lot of people early on to to sort of like subscribe to the preview or to the to the launch page before it launches and uh we got i think we got a pretty cool like book and pretty cool preview and everything and oh you want to name the book for people who may want to check it out it's omega it's it's omega 11 it's uh doctor who meets oceans 11 uh dr omega is a public domain character Mm -hmm. and he was like way back in the like late 1800s 1900s he's a kind of like a french uh version of hg it, it was it's very inspired by hg wells time machine mm-hmm. and uh in well just hg wells in general like war of the worlds and stuff yeah and uh he's a uh we kind of made him a time traveler it was kind of vague if he was actually a time traveler but the, the way i discovered him was reading an article comparing him to doctor who and a lot of people think he was like an inspiration for the Will William Hartnell version of the first Doctor, and it's he look he looks just like in the in the in the original yeah. like book, you know the little illustrations looks just like William Hartnell, and uh, we kind of riffed on that and kind of made him more of a like a Doctor Who pastiche, you know, where mm-hmm. he's 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 not uh, he's not exactly like Doctor Who, he's. He's he's more ornery, you know. He's yeah, yeah. he's kind of a thief. Like he's constantly trying to find repulsite, which which is what uh, 
Hey guys, Dakota here, coming at you with a little ad break and ways that you can actually help support the show. Maybe asking how can the hell can you do this? Well, how you can do it is by going into the description for this episode, wherever you guys are listening, and clicking the link on there for Redbubble. That's right, folks. We have the store, and we used to have it and promote it a little bit more, but it's coming back now, folks. The Redbubble store for the Comic Chronicle podcast. Go to the link down below to support. You can get the Comic Chronicle logo, and as well as other logos I have created for the show, and for you to wear, for you to wear on bags, shirts, sweaters, all stickers, magnets, all the stuff like that. You have Blockbuster Kid, Vigilante in Training, the podcast logo, and much more. So if you guys want to help support the show, go on over. Everything is 25% off for this year. We are doing that, guys, bringing it back for you and giving you guys a discount. So be sure to go over there, check it out, help support the show, and have some pretty good stuff. And now back to the show. It allows them to travel through time and space. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this made up like uh, element. Well, there are most, so there's goes, so many made-up elements in comics. Like, let's be honest oh, yeah, here. Yeah. Most, uh, if there's an element, it's most like if it's not water, ground, or air, you're it's made up. Like, yeah. this out. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and what I love about this is like this is one of the like OG things, you know, that like someone just made up like this kind of made-up thing called a pulse site. Just beginning. Of I was it. like, oh, we, yeah, we yeah. we gotta use this because this is this is before like. Uh, like what do they like? What do they use to warp in Star Trek? Like mm. it was before that, and mm-hmm. before all these, it's before vibranium, yeah. it's before all this yeah. other stuff. So Batmantium, like, oh, that's now a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to remember, Batmantium is a thing, or Batmania. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I love that so much. Like it's, uh, it's just so, it's, it's, it's like if it was at a nine, it would be bad. Yep. But they just pushed up to eleven. Yeah, so, so it just makes it makes it good again. Oh, uh, it's like yeah, that whole thing. Like I love the storyline. I love it all. But boy, like when you yeah, get Batmantium, it's just like, what era did we enter? Was this nineties or seventies yeah. that we went back in time yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. That's why we love it. I mean, that's why. Well, yeah. Well, everything kind of circles back around. Mm-hmm. I always think about that old time where it's like, remember, like when old cheesy superhero names were unpopular yeah. like in the 90s like yeah. like they didn't they changed the beast boy's name to changeling or something and yeah and uh, like no one ever talks about that i forgot about that it, it, and and they're like and, and we got to this era of like after the 2010s where we we're like why why are we doing this it's, this this is gold <laughs> yeah. why why mess up something good like why change yeah, yeah. what's made the money and made everything good nobody like my it. favorite my favorite superhero name hmm. is a Rob Liefeld character. Or, or it, it, I, she predates Rob Liefeld, but her name's Boom Boom, and she can make things explode. And they named her Boom Boom, and uh, they could never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they were so uncomfortable with that name. She has like five different names. They named her Meltdown. Yep. They named her Boomer, and uh, I'm like, what? You're just. Why fix something that's not broke? That's the perfect name. Oh, uh, yeah. You got boom, boom out of all things. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, they tried. Was it, it was it Marvel who did like Snowflake recently and stuff, too, in the past couple of years? Oh, yeah. Or was yeah. that DC? And I can't remember. Yeah, uh, that that's something that's like, is that is that supposed to be a joke? I mean, if it's I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I'm 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 kind of on, bo- on board with it. Yeah. that. Definitely, it's like everybody kind of complains about that stuff, and it's like, yeah. oh no, that kind of sounds like, you know, 
like a good satire almost. Yeah, like you know, we're gonna enjoy the the rift. We're gonna. It's, it's why we all still fucking watch South Park. You know, we still yeah, watch yeah. it because we want to enjoy the comedy and the comic comedic takes on stuff that gets people mad. It's great. That's why right. we watch it. That's why I enjoy it. Right. Uh, the my favorite one of that. Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed because I love New Warriors, like the original New Warriors. Oh, good. Yeah. And uh, the the art for that book, like all the characters were were goofy as hell. The new ones. But like the designs for all the old characters were finally badass looking. Like they had a night thrasher that looked awesome. And uh I was kinda of disappointed with that, but my favorite of the new characters was uh, I think her name was Trailblazer or something. But yeah. she was Dora the Explorer. Yeah. It was basically the uh, superhero version of Dora the Explorer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Oh, yeah. oh man, I love that so much. <laughs> she had a bag of holding, that was her whole power is she had basically the Felix the cat like bag yeah. that she could pull anything i forgot about that that's, like, that's oh, deep cuts that is some deep cuts right there yeah. I mean, it's those like small characters that we fucking enjoy like i don't know what it is right but like they may you're never gonna see them in live action you're never gonna see them in animation you're never gonna oh see yeah. Them. yeah but you know what it's great this is awesome like why would you like what was it saga was just like we got a spider lady but you can see her tits and i'm like okay <laughs> it's like all right i guess yeah like, yeah, yeah. Too. and you're like i, I like it <laughs> yeah, I don't like, know, uh, like, why but why yeah. are we doing this this is kind of good fun comedic take i'm like and he makes out with her yeah, too. yeah. i'm like all right it's got oh. it's it's hot on paper i don't know i don't know if i seen that in real life i'd be like i'd hit that i don't even uh, want a cartoon of that i'm good it was probably an anti somewhere yeah. of it somewhere that yeah, thing yeah, exists they, i don't want it yeah there's yeah rule, rule 34 or whatever yeah there's something along those lines boy oh boy yeah. i mean so no. uh for the people at home by the way to educate people on like what exactly do you do in comics act like what exactly have you done like educate the people <clears throat> uh i've worked over 20 years i've worked as a colorist almost exclusively just coloring and I've always drawn, I've always been an illustrator and stuff, and I've done that on the sides, but all, all the real professional uh, work, like I've worked on, um, I started out on, it was actually Teen Titans Go, but it was before the Teen Titans Go cartoon. Mm. It was it was a comic book based off the original Teen Titans book, and it was drawn by Todd Nock. And uh, I was a color, I was, that was one of the first, things where I was a colorist on, but I was working mm -hmm. through a studio. And uh, I, but before that, it was uh, color separations. And it was Ooh. before digital colors was, took over. Mm -hmm. People were still hand coloring it, but they're transitioning to computers. So a, a person would color it by hand, either by marker, color pencil, whatever. And they would send it, uh, copies of it like zero copies to usually at a studio place because computers weren't fast enough where one per person could do the whole thing yeah yeah uh this was like late 90s early 2000s yeah, and, you've uh, been in the business for a while i you oh, yeah. long, like, this, you've seen it all <laughs> yeah it was, it was like right after high school this is kind of like my college was i started doing this and uh but they would do that and they send it to us and we would, and they'd send original art and we would scan it in a big, the big wide format scanners were like cost thousands of dollars back then. Yeah. And they would scan in uh, all the original art and uh, 
we would on these old like power max it was like quatras i think on photoshop 3.5 we would try to match oh. what the colorist did oh. with colored pencil on photoshop and uh, we keep running out of space and we'd have these little floppy disks we had to uh, or a little zip disk we had to throw oh, our uh, man files on and yeah. uh but the first book like one of the first books i worked on doing that was uh grant morrison's justice league jla oh good run so i got to i got to read all the howard porter original artboards yeah. yeah yeah yeah. like we, we'd have them just sitting on the shelf either ready to be scanned or they'd just been scanned mm -hmm. before we shipped them back and i could see them like all the oh my all, all, all the lettering oh, was done by hand and yeah. there's taped on with stickers oh this uh, it sounds so beautiful it sounds like such a pain in the ass but it sounds so beautiful too oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was amazing just wow. yeah it's looking all that original art and reading the books that way i want there's got to like, be a documentary on this on like old school comic stuff like i mean i don't mean to yeah. make you sound old zach i don't mean to say mean that oh, at yeah, all. I, I, i'm pretty old i mean i'm in my 40s so really look great and i started 40s, I, I and i started when i was a teenager so i was 19 Wow, you just you found the calling you went with it, man. I love that. That's oh yeah. Well, well I always wanted I always wanted to be Jim Lee. I wanted to draw. Mm -hmm. But this place that was working for uh DC uh was coloring. It mm -hmm. was was just like 40 minutes from me. So oh. and yeah, it, it was it was very oh. odd. <laughs> and I live in the corn, man. I'm not in, near any big cities. Yeah. Uh, like the town I live in now is a few thousand people. The I town might, I was living in. I might know it by the way because I'm from Illinois. Oh, like, Shelby. It, it, oh, really? Oh, Shelby. Oh, yeah, I know Shelby. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm from Aurora. Yeah, I was, Shelbyville. I was born in Aurora, man, and North Aurora. I was born in there, okay. and then I lived out in DeKalb Sycamore for years. Uh, that was like my shout out to everyone out there, by the way. But uh, yeah, it does, okay, uh, awesome. I'm, yeah, that's why when you're like, oh, I'm in Illinois, and I'm like, wow, brother, I, I may be in Arizona yeah, yeah. right now, but. No, yeah. no, 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 born and raised of 20 years almost. In yeah, I, I'm in between uh, like Decatur, Springfield and Champaign area. Oh, that's good. So that's not bad. Yeah. So like this place was near Decatur, mm. which is about uh, 70,000 people. So that was like, that's a little bit bigger town. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's like only about 10 of us working there and we'd try to match the colors of the original and that's how i got my start i did that for years wow. eventually left and started working for like photographers doing photoshop and then i was able to get back into coloring just through like connections i made like uh just working and different things and i started on uh the one thing that i got credit on was uh the first thing i really got credit on was because i when i was working for the color house it was like oh, the credit just went to the color house yeah it was yeah. heroic age studios the power of working for a company instead of doing your own thing yeah exactly yeah. and uh the one the, the first thing that i actually got was probably billy batson and the magic of shazam yeah i remember that book <laughs> it was a good book oh really yeah i do i read yeah. a couple issues yeah, i found uh, that they were in a back issue bin once and i picked them up for like five bucks there was a couple of them, and I was like, "Yeah, this looks fun." Because I, I love me and the great. wife loves Shazam, so that's that's a wonderful oh, one. To I get do too. On. Yeah, and uh, when uh, Mike Norton took over, and Art and Franco was doing the writing, mm -hmm. that's when I started coloring.
Nice, man. I mean, so <laughs> like you just really dove into it. Like I, I love hearing those stories of people who are like, I want to do this. Like you obviously Jim Lee, big fucking inspiration to a lot of artists. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big. Still in his fucking day. And I like I doesn't really trust much anymore. It's just mostly like I, I don't know what Jim Lee does, but he I don't know if he does as much artwork as he used to. But it's definitely like to see you just go in and just go do it. And you're like, I want to do it. And he did it and you got a job and now you're doing all this stuff. And you get your own books kind of coming out now with Kickstarter. Like, dude, that's awesome. Like oh, thanks, inspiration to people. Yeah, of course. Like, inspiration to people who like listen to that because there's, there's a lot of people who listen to the show who are aspiring artists, you know, writers, inkers, color, like, all this stuff. And I've interviewed only a couple of colorists like yourself here on the podcast. And I don't know how the fuck you guys do your job. <laughs> I really, yeah, I yeah. really don't. I get to see. I mean, I'm a, I'm a comic book writer, published a few times at SGS, but like, I to see you guys with as a colorist, I'm like, man, I look at that and just be, this is a lot of stress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it, now it's easy for me. That's kind of mm. like, that's why I keep kind of going back to it is because it's what I know, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it took a lot, long time to get good at it. I wasn't, I wasn't one of those that picked it up right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, I was always, wanting to draw and i was never the kid that was good at crayons in, in school even mm. so oh no so it, t- it took a long time to learn like color theory and mm. things like that and how how to make a page look good without being like oversaturated and yeah. different things yeah, yeah yeah and honestly like it's a talent it is like even a letterer is a talent like i've interviewed a couple of that oh, a couple of letters yeah. like yeah it's all a talent like yeah digital makes yeah. it easier but yeah, you you don't you don't realize how difficult lettering is until yeah. you actually try it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you're like, this don't look right. How come this doesn't look like? It's just words and balloons. How come it yeah. doesn't look like? You know the comics I'm looking at. And yeah. It, it's one of my best friends is a letterer, and he's oh. uh, he's such a nerd about it. It's like, <laughs> oh, the kerning's got to be this, and and you're no, just you like, can't do that. The, oh, you can't use that style of eye. You can't no, do that. really yeah. gets that specific. He's like, listen, the font, you see that eye right there? It's too slanted. You got to straighten that eye. Shame. Rookie mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I forget what it is. Like the like the eyes have to be a certain way. Like you can't do it or else. It doesn't he, he's got to be that type of guy. And I'm not trying to riff on him, but he's got to be that type of guy that can like name at least five different fonts on Microsoft Word. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I got two and that's all I got. Yeah, he's he's a guy. I was uh, his his name's Jeremiah Lambert. He he's uh, editing. Well, he's lettering Omega Eleven, but I also use him for like as an editor for projects because mm. he's so meticulous that way. Mm-hmm. His OCD is perfect, and it it pisses you off when he has when he wants you to change something. It's like God damn it, you know? It's like oh yeah, but but then he's always right too. So like once he once he fixes, it, like yeah, that looks. Way better. That's, I think it's almost any writer. Trust me, I've had people change things of mine in scripts, and they're like, "We got to change this, or we can't say that, or this." I'm like, damn it! Like, why? Like, it was good. Like, you know, I was two o'clock in the morning. I thought it was great. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like two o'clock in the morning. I had a glass of whiskey and a pizza roll, okay, or many yeah, pizza yeah, rolls. And yeah. I thought that was a brilliant storyline at two in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can't read it. It was fine. They're like, all right, you got to change. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Um, I tried lettering. I did lettering once. It was for a project that never came out. It was for a. I don't know if I ever mentioned the podcast. I can t- I can talk about it because it never came out. But like it's uh, it was a thing for Amazon actually. 
it was a book series. It was tied. It was a, it was going to be tied into this uh, zombie uh, short film series that was going to be coming out, like this anthology kind of thing. So there was each yeah. one was going to have this. But we have artwork somewhere. I have artwork of it. But like they they asked me to be the writer and then the letterer on it. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I, was, I got the art. And I was being a letterer. Never came out sadly. It's really cool zombie horror stuff, right? Really cool. But I do him being the letterer in that man. That was people like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really, like, I'm doing these decisions. I'm on the computer editing it. I'm like, whoo, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. I'll write it. Like I gotta. Oh, then you're like, man, does this actually suck? Because when you write it and you're the letterer, you're like, uh oh. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like this dialogue actually didn't work out too well. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. Rude. Oh man. But yeah, yeah I wish uh, you the name. Uh. Yeah, it's like it took me so long to learn how to draw and color to where I felt like I could do it professionally. It's like, man, that's like that's just another thing. I'm just going to let someone else do that, I think. Which do you prefer, though, man? Like, which do you think, like, you have to choose, right? There's a gun to your head. What do you choose? Colors or just art or artwork? Feed an artist. Uh, probably, probably drawing because mm. uh, I've been doing it a lot more. Like, I'm, I'm drawing this book. I'm also drawing another book for a client called Daughters of Django. Oh, that one's almost done. Okay. That's three. That's a three issue like Western kind of. Uh, it's oh. it's inspired by the. It, it's a little bit inspired by the Django Quentin Tarantino Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's pretty cool. It's got kind of a black exploitation vibe to it, mm-hmm. and uh, and like it's everything I can't draw. Horses, cowboy oh, no. hats. Really, cowboy uh, hats? Oh yeah, cowboy hats are. Tell- I like I, something about hats, man. I can draw mm. ball caps because I'm okay. with ball caps. Yeah, yeah. But like any any other hats, like for some reason, I it's like it, it, any non organic thing after we're drawing. Mm. Well, it, other than horses, isn't it like, like the car is like almost impossible? Like whenever you ask an artist to draw a yeah, car, cars, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I, I like and everybody like. I don't know. It's like it's got to be an open secret. That everybody kind of traces cars, right? Like, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You change a couple things, sketch. so the company does. I know. A guy, I, I actually, I, I know a couple of guys who just will straight up just draw all of them, yeah. all the all just cars perfectly. But like, I can't do that. No. So, um, so yeah, it's forced me to do a bunch of stuff I'm uncomfortable with, and mm. it's it's made me like really fast, and uh, like now I kind of love drawing, so. Oh, and okay. I'm drawing so much that I, I I can almost draw, like I, I of course can color faster, but mm-hmm. I can draw, uh, like so quick now that it feels like when I'm coloring, it feels like I'm almost slowing down a little bit because, mm. uh, I, I I don't know it's it's, in coloring my my uh, taste in coloring's kind of changed too to where. Uh, when I was younger, I wanted to render the hell out of everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, the I was, ambition. I, I, I wanted to look. I, I wanted my stuff to look like liquid and all the stuff oh, that was cool in yeah, yeah, yeah. the late nineties. And then, and, oh uh, yeah, the late nineties was a vibe for sure. That was. Oh yeah, yeah. And now it's like I, it's like uh, you know, all these books. I have to do uh, so much rendering to it that. I almost think it looks better just flat. Everything just more of a flat color kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it's easier to find other colorists who do that better than me. Then I can do it. 
It's, I'm always just looking at it's a talent, man. What other people are using for ballots and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's a talent. It's a severe talent with it. Like it's the fact you've done it for 20 years. I'm just hats off. I mean, I can't take my hat off. I got a headset on, but like, you know, hats off to you, man. Like get big oh, trick here. Like it's as I and as a colorist, I have to ask you something. I probably it's been done. Has anyone ever bought you a coloring book for fucking a laugh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 no, that's great. Like, I would love just to take an old coloring book and just, like, <laughs> like at the at, at at the grocery store, they always have these Halloween contests, and yeah. uh, and just just do it and try, enter that contest and put Zach <laughs> age. That's like, like <laughs> next to a little kid who's five years old who did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I do a quan, and you're like, "Yeah, the way, kid." <laughs> you gotta put this up on yeah, the wall. And, and you, you know, I still wouldn't win. It, it'll be like <laughs> some girl, some some little girl named Sarah would still kick my ass, just Damn just like Sarah. she did in fifth grade. Oh no! <laughs> and you know what? The bitch of it, she's gonna use crayon. <laughs> it's just gonna yeah, be crayon. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is gonna yeah. be over. You're like, "Damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> We have a man on his knees crying about Sarah in the liquor aisle. <laughs> we have, yeah. <laughs> uh, can someone bring him out, please? <laughs> yeah, damn. Stab it, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, Can't Sarah. hold it. Oh. She, she used a scissor to uh, blend her colors. I know. <laughs> Sarah's just like giving you the stink eye and just like flips you off. I, just, I really want this yeah. to happen. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, the mom's like, come on, Sarah. She looks like that. Oh, what is it? Oh, even better. That meme of that evil girl, that little girl where she's looking inside, looking back at the camera, and it's like the house is on fire in the back of that. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I imagine Sarah looks like. She's just laughing. Oh, I want it to be a reality. Someone, somebody make this art, art piece of this. Just, 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 yeah. just yeah. Sarah. Oh, I want it. Yeah. Oh, I want it, man. Yeah, that's a future comic strip for sure. <laughs> Our print coming to you, Comic Con. Uh, um, and speaking of Comic Con, um, since I'm guessing the year since you're in Illinois, so man, do you go to C2E2 as often? Like, how because I, I do pretty consistently, I'm not going this year. Uh, um, I, I had the, the, the Comic Con thing that's a whole other like undertaking yeah. for me because I have so much stuff. Like I'm the guy selling. I, I sell a lot of parodies mm. and uh, of things. So I have like beer labels <laughs> I sell, and <laughs> and uh, uh, it's yeah, it's like I have uh, Metroid Samus Aaron, but really? it's in the style of of Sam Adams. And she's, <gasps> yeah. Oh, I'd buy that on a heartbeat. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Hey. It's yeah. I have a whole bunch of those. Um, and a bunch of just joke and gags and stuff that I do. And those are awesome. But a little bit of fan art in between. And yeah. I just like, I haven't, I haven't uh, prepared anything. I don't have any like, new art. Mm. And it's all like, like I would have to take a week or more off oh. just to prepare for each con. Yeah. So it's, it's great when I don't have work, but when I have work, it's, it's like it's almost too much, mm -hmm. and C two E two is such an undertaking. It's a big show. That was my first Comic Con. It, that was that was the first oh, con yeah. I ever went to, and it blew me away. Oh yeah, I love it, but like it's 
it's kind of a thing. It's like you make a lot of money, but it costs a lot of money. Yep. So the the net, which you net, might not be as much as, or it wouldn't be any more than like maybe a smaller show that's a lot less stress. Yeah. You know. So I I try to hit smaller shows often, mm-hmm. but um, big shows are. Are tough, and I, I was going to go to Kansas City Planet Comic Con, and like I was like, I'm not going to have time to, and that's five hours away from me, so mm. I ended up canceling that one because it was like it was too much. I had too much going on. Yeah, and it's it definitely. I'm kind of feeling that and facing that a little bit. I'm going to my first cons as uh, having a table coming up here this year. It's oh, yeah, the first yeah, time, yeah. and I'm one a little nervous, but the company luckily has yeah. CGS to send me out. Uh, I can't tell what cons yet, but it's thank you, NDAs. But, you know, we're it's still happening. So I'm like kind of prepping myself mentally a little bit. My wife's like, I'm sure. coming with. I'm like, thank God, because otherwise I would be a blathering mess. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, are, are you do, are you do you have projects to sell and stuff? Do you I have do. Books yeah, yeah. The I have like five different series I write for them and the company's doing a giant premiere this year. And so we're going to cons. So I'm going to be selling prints and a bunch of other stuff, too. So I don't know how much I can say I might get in trouble, but <laughs> we write, that one might get in trouble there. But it's a, it's a whole thing. So we're going to be selling some stuff. You know, there's we got a pretty good fan base going on. So they might be doing some autographs. Maybe we'll see. Uh, but it's definitely like mentally preparing myself to be like, I'm not just going there as a dude walking around buying stuff and getting autographs. Yeah. And like t- saying hi, I'm going to be there like selling. I'm like, ooh. Well, uh, you'll probably like it better because really? you get to sit down. Oh, you got a table. You get to <laughs> sit down. That's a good, that's a good point. And people come to you to talk to you. Mm. So it, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Okay. It, it's, uh, actually, like that that's the best part of the con for me is just getting there, sitting after you're all set up mm-hmm. and sitting down and just enjoying the con. Mm. you know if if you got if you're busy and it gets hectic that's a good thing because you're making money right that's true so 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 that there's nothing there's nothing bad about that Mm -hmm. but like you know once the pain is just getting all set up and getting all your stuff there yeah getting your hotel room finding parking and uh and once all that stuff's done it's it's a lot of fun I like it, man. I like it. Now, I do have to say this because you're the third person I've talked to from Illinois who works in the comic industry. Illinois has people who are being like, there's so many good people from Illinois. There's Jason Murr, Marcus and Nasso, like those guys, like they've worked on a bunch of cool books. Jason's been doing some stuff for Marvel again. You know, they got by the horns now out of really good fantasy, like adult novels, really good. Uh, for cool. kind of, and you know, you got yourself as well. We got me. I'm not to tell my own fucking horn, but you know, I, oh, guess, yeah. I guess I count. I don't know. I'm not that big, but you sure. know, so Illinois just seems to be filled with people in the comic industry, and it's weird. I don't know what. Like slowly but surely, people are like, oh yeah, like that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Chicago, of course, is huge. But, true, uh, true. But no one's from but, Chicago, though. All the people yeah, are like yeah. from the burbs or from the corn, and I'm like, what's going oh, on? Well, here? You, you have um, Tim Seeley. Ace is from Chicago, and oh, yeah, uh, that's right. I got I got a friend, my buddy Jar is from there. He's got some indie books that he does. Um, mm. There's there's a few guys. Uh, Scotty Young used to be from Chicago. Um, that's true. Oh well, maybe you're right. I, I, there used to be a whole crowd there in Chicago, but but you know the cost of living is in big cities oh, is a lot. And it's I think, insane. I yeah. think I think now that um, everything's just from home. And mm-hmm. you can do everything from home mm-hmm. and you can basically live anywhere that the Midwest is probably a pretty decent place to be. I mean, the weather, the weather is, is, 
is very chaotic with, yeah. as far as it's either really cold, really hot, and then you get a little bit of spring. And then that but, humidity um, kicks in and you feel like you've lost yeah, 50 yeah. pounds of sweat. You're like, oh, right, right. God. But but compared to other places, it's it's pretty cheap living, you know? Yeah. And I oh, think yeah, there's it's. And, and, mm. and the weather is not as like you go south, you're just going to boil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me tell you, I live in Phoenix. I'll and tell you. you north that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're oh, we haven't had a sandstorms in a while, and it's we're due for one man. <laughs> and just there was a time oh, so hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. It, oh, this is like the first time I've ever grown my hair out, too. And so I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's getting it's already I'm sweating like it's 75. Oh, no. And it's like we're in yeah, trouble. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and I've I've been outside working in the heat too for years and animal caretaking jobs. So I'm like, oh, this is yeah. The wife is like, we need mountains. I'm like, I agree. We need to move somewhere with those mountains because she grew up in Virginia and I'm from Illinois. So like we're like, we need mountains because we're like going on them, right? But like, boy, <laughs> this Montana looks great. <laughs> so we're gonna go there. This yeah. is all I need is a computer. I can podcast. We can do the comic work there. I can work with horses on the side, make extra cash. She definitely got a lot of jobs she can do as well as an, as an artist. And then also as oh, a, yeah. a, work with animals and trail hiking, like all this stuff there. So Montana looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. it's beautiful too, Montana. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to take too much of your time today because I know it's a little bit, it's a little bit in the afternoon. <laughs> but, uh, oh, of course, so two men is you have obviously the Kickstarter going on right now. Is there anything else you want to promote at all? Uh, just uh, check out Omega Eleven on Kickstarter. Uh, mm. There we have. I, I didn't. I didn't really talk about it much. The the ba- the idea is we're going to do multiple books. Mm-hmm. It's the first issue in a series, and Doctor Omega is a time traveler. He's got a sidekick, is the Artful Dodger from Oliver Twist. And I dressed, he basically looks like short rounds. It was kind of, it, w- it was fairly unintentional, but he's basically the short round to Dr. Omega's Indiana Jones. And uh, uh, really the premise is the timeline gets all messed up mm-hmm. and he's got to go and through the series, he has to find, he's got to put a crew together mm-hmm. of the world's most famous thieves. Oh, so, I love that. so we're going to have a lot of other public domain characters mostly rogues they're they're basically a big team of rogues that uh that have to go that there's going to be a big time heist that they don't have to take care of and since since the timeline screwed up uh they're they're not the traditional versions that you're expecting mm-hmm. so we're we, gonna do we, new takes that's cool yeah <laughs> we we get pretty crazy with them uh, I mean, and you know, the cool part is too. like one of the many cool parts about that is you guys are keeping with Omega 11, you are keeping like public domain characters alive, you know, because how many public domain oh, characters yeah, yeah. people don't ever realize? Like, if I remember correctly, like a lot of the Disney princesses aren't actually like just Disney owned, like that version of them is, but they're actually public domain, if I remember correctly, because that's how fables is a thing, right? Like, it's right when you keep public domain characters alive, like in Omega 11, with all that, and ones who you're saying you're gathering, which I can't wait to see, that's gonna be cool. But, like, how is it with that? Like, is it fun, like, to do the research on them to like bring those characters to life, also do what you can legally because, of oh, course, yeah. public domain? Like, how is it with that? Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it's it's fascinating. I get I get super obsessed with it. Mm. I was wanting to do a, I, yeah, I was I was wanting to do this for a while. You know, and uh, 
League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was very cool. That intrigued me and everything. But the big inspiration was Warren Ellis's Planetary. Ooh. <clears throat> Did you ever read that? I've read a little bit of it. It's I've like, heard a lot about it's, it. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite books. And hmm. he he's he did this thing where the characters kind of go around and meet like they they weren't like uh the the whatever they had they didn't have the was able to use legally they kind of made a pastiche of so the characters would go around and meet like would have like old school like a tarzan and doc savage and shadow uh, yeah. and those characters kind of popped in in the backstories and uh there's like a whole like little I think he called it like the secret society or something, but it was all these old, like traditional pulp culture characters. And I always wanted to do that, but doc Savage and shadows still copyrighted, mm. but you know, like he, Zorro is, is on the, is teetering on public domain. Yeah. Um, Tarzan is teetering on public domain. Sherlock Holmes almost is now public characters. domain, right? Sherlock Holmes, uh, for a long time, like Sherlock Holmes was only the first like couple books. But I think yeah. most of the other books are should should be free now. Uh, but but the the idea for it to be a heist kind of came down to when I met or when I found Doctor Omega, and this the idea of Omega Eleven was just a play on words off of Ocean's Eleven. Mm. And uh, the idea to do like a heist and and like make them all sort of like thieves <clears throat> was was more compelling. It kind of yeah. gave us a direction. Yeah, which is always and, a good. Uh, I mean, they're good storylines. When you get a when you get a team oh, yeah, together yeah. to do a heist, really, like that's honest. It's simple, clear yeah, cut, yeah. and it's when you know you're gonna enjoy it. Like that's a nice. You're like it's a heist right, thing. Exactly. Like, you could rogue one and kill all of them, like, and it's good. It's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and, yeah, oh, Dirty Dozen. Or yes, like yeah. Oh, there's a kaiju one out now too, if I remember correctly. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah. Uh, Neva and Fanny, I want to check it out. I can't remember. There's a show being made on it or a movie. It's like, uh, is it kaiju number eight or? No, no, no. It's not that. It's um, it's a it's not manga. It's a comic, and it's a team comes together. It's like this group of thieves. And they steal something from, I don't remember for what, but they, they're, they're trying to steal something during a kaiju attack. Hey guys, Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break for you. And right now, you may be wondering, how can I make a little bit of extra cash while supporting the podcast? Well, let me tell you how. The saloon doors are open, folks. You guys can support the Comic Chronicle podcast by having an ad in the show. That's right, folks. You guys can take a break from my annoying-ass voice and have an ad for your thing here on the show. To make things clear, we're not doing things political because we don't really get political on the show that much. So if you guys do enjoy the show and you want to give a little bit to the show while also making some cash back for whatever it may be for you or supporting something that you do, whether it's a YouTube page, a podcast, a book, whatever it may be, the upcoming event, I can put an ad in for you guys, whether make it myself or you have a pre-recorded ad, that is up to you. Now, if you guys want to do an ad here in the podcast, you can go and email me at filmworld, that's filmworld97 at gmail.com email me there we can work out all logistics so if you guys want to support the show and support your thing as well come on down and guess what folks email that email now let's get back to the show that's a great idea right and this is like it is like a thing yeah that's brilliant like and that's a good movie like i think Gwyneth paltrow is going to be in it for some unknown reason before and i uh i think they just reprinted it as well and put it out there in trade I wish oh, wow. I could remember the name of it. Some fan out there is going to be like, you fool, it's this. And I'm like, all right, well, 
I, I get it. I can name most Godzilla villains, but I can't name that. My bad. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Come back to me when you know what Mechagirus is. Okay, here, folks. Like, come back. Yeah. Come yeah. yeah. God, that's, <laughs> no, that sounds awesome, man. Yeah. I gotta like, check that out now. That's what I'm saying. Like, you get heist, like Ant Man being a heist movie. That made it work. Like, you know, heist stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Ocean's 11. Rick and Morty, that heist episode. That was one of the greats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah truly a great one there. Like, so with Omega 11 being heist, which good play i didn't catch that and i love oceans 11 and i didn't catch i'm like oh that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah makes every sense. every issue is going to be a little, little there's a little heist in it oh that's awesome. and then and then the plan is to build up to the bigger heist where they have the the whole 11 gathered to do different jobs oh, uh, i will cool. i will like spoil one little thing because it's hard to talk about without talking to some of the characters mm-hmm. we're going to do lupin is the obvious choice so we're going to do uh arson lupin but since the timeline's all mangled and mashed up mm-hmm. like it's lupin mashed up with phantom of the, of the opera oh shit. So, so we're making yeah so we're making them so dr omega comes back the timeline's exploded and he yeah. finds that uh things aren't what they should be mm. and uh they'll they'll discover lupin and he's going to be lupin phantom of thieves that so he's cool. got elements of fan of the opera and elements of Lupin mashed up together. Oh, I mean, come on. Like, how can you not support that? Like, come on. Yeah. That is cool, man. That is cool. Oh, oh thanks, man. Shit. But yeah, we'll every Kickstarter and uh, we'll probably start doubling up the Kickstarters too. Like mm. just just so we don't have to kickstart like each es- issue individually. Yeah. Yeah. And and they, they should be pretty thick issues too. The first one's going to be 32 pages. Nice. And uh, the next one's probably going to be bigger. I'm not sure yet. And it's currently going but, yeah. on right now, right? The Kickstarter? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we still have about a week and a half left. We're we're just about to to announce the uh, loop and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're going to kind of use... We thought about like using him for a stretch goal, but we're just going to announce it. And cool. Yeah. We're going to have a little bit of a loop and... Uh, a, a loop inside story at the end of the issue nice. one. So. I mean, it builds up hype. I, it really builds up hype right there. Um, oh, yeah. I, yeah. So I will put in this episode out tomorrow as of this recording. People who are like, what? But yeah, this episode is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. So it works. That's why I wanted to know because I'm like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. everyone go support. Um, I'll take it and I'll put it in the description box down below wherever anybody's listening so or watching. So that way we can go ahead cool. and make sure people go to it too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, all our rewards, like I'm offering... Uh, commissions so oh, you, we got a bunch of sketch covers mm-hmm. and just general commissions and <clears throat> those help a lot and it's art and yeah. uh we got a lot of cool reward other rewards too so very nice now uh as a fellow creator too are you just looking at doing just this from now on like your own creator own stuff or are you like well maybe one day i'll go back and work for the big wigs again like is it just so what are you thinking that's going on for the future of zach here Oh man. Um, well, right now I still do client work, so I'm still mm. coloring and drawing books for other people. Mm. Um, and I'm going to do that until something like this is enough to provide for me, I suppose. Yeah. And then, uh, like I, yeah, if I can make money doing creator own stuff, I'm just going to do creator own stuff. But mm. um, yeah, like I don't have a if 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 marvel or dc hits me up and asks me to do a book 
and I, and I get to draw and color it. If if I got to write it too, I mean, I probably wouldn't turn it down necessarily, but I'm not as ambitious about doing that. Mm. You know, I'm I'm more amb- ambitious about doing like a creator own thing. That's fair. If I could yeah. do a like a dream job might be doing a creator own thing hmm. <clears throat> under Marvel. That oh, would be awesome. that would be cool. That would, I mean, Where I could take, yeah. I, I, my dream job would be take all the ridiculous characters we were just talking <laughs> about and put them on the team together. Bring them in. Yeah. Like I would, I would just, I just want to do, I don't, I don't, I don't want to fucking work on X-Men or Spider-Man. Like, those are my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to screw them up. You know. I don't. Oh, wanna, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're I don't. Like, I, I don't. I don't want to mess with them. And they're like, that's a lot of people who are done. Go yeah. Well, and they're they they already look so good. Like, yeah. you know, like uh, how am I going to make it look better than Ryan Otley? You know. Hey, look at you um, being so humble, man. I love it. <laughs> look at you go. Well, it it's true. It's like okay. It's. I'm just well. It's 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 a little bit selfish too because like no matter what if i do something that like batman mm-hmm. i'd love to do it but it's, i'm just gonna look at it and compare it to every the best artists in the world have worked on batman yeah you know yeah. jorge jimenez is oh. like jesus christ yeah and uh <laughs> yeah and, and i'm like i don't know i don't want to i mean that would be shoes. fun yeah, I well, see what's happening. I, I, I want to dig in the pit, man. I want to yeah. find something no one else is doing. I'm kind of with you on that one, man. Like, I know DC and Marvel are not calling me anytime soon, but you know, if it's happened, I oh, get yeah. a call. Like, I'd be like, a people are like, oh, do you want to work on Superman? Like, I'm wearing a Superman jersey right now, Metropolis thing, right? But like, it's, oh, it's, nice. a, it's cool. a thank you. It's a thing of like, I wouldn't mind working on some of the big characters, but like you can give me a D-list character and yeah, I'll make them probably shine a little bit, but like I'd I'd love to do that. Like you give me like oh, yeah. uh, like Star Sapphire, you give me something like that, or like uh shoot, even like Marvel, it could be like oh we got a we got a Foggy Nelson storyline coming out, just Foggy. Oh yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll do that. <laughs> we, can, we can get Foggy <laughs> a really cool adventure, I think. You know, and it's the MC, like, oh, yeah, we can go ahead and give him something in the mall. Like, he's going through it's a long walk from wherever he's going back to Nelson and Murdoch, and we'll just go ahead and do that. Like, who knows oh, what yeah, happened? Yeah, I, and that, like, I, I hmm. yeah, I, I, I would, I, yeah, I would dig even deeper than that. I would, I'd find something no one else wants to. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> that is, yeah, oh. there, there's this character, uh, her name's Ruby Thursday. And she was part of the headman. Okay. Oh, it's even, that's so deep. <laughs> that's, that is and, a and cut in the cake. Oh, it's 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 their D list. It was a yeah. D list superhero team. Fucking hilarious. And they all had weird shit wrong with their heads. And and she was. Oh. And the, and no one ever because it's such a it's it's uh God I I'm blanking. I'm trying to think of who made her up. I think it's the same guy who made Howard the Duck. But um, she, uh, uh, Steve Garber, maybe. I think she, he's a Garber character. But uh, she basically just has a red globe for a head. She's about half naked everywhere else, but she oh, has God. this red globe of the head. Good. And, and and her head, I think, comes off and could it's could morph into anything. 
And they wanted to name her Ruby Tuesday, but they couldn't because of the Beatles song. I want it so bad. I do. That's the sad part. I want to see this. Yeah, yeah. And I I was like, that would be my main character. (laughs) I want to see this. (laughs) The the Marvel editor. If I were to ever pitch this, (laughs) they would just look at me like, no, this is this is the main character. It would be oh, the main character. I'd be like, you like, I'm like cameo maybe in something, but like, you're like, no main character. And first yeah, off, like, every editor is gonna go to Google and be like, "Who the fuck?" And they say, yeah. "Who is this?" Oh my god! I want to. I pay that. I pay to see that book. I would. I paid for crazy oh, books. <laughs> I've paid for weirder books. Are you shitting me? Like, I've I've definitely oh, yeah. paid for weirder ones out there right now. Like, oh, oh man. Anyone would sell. It would like doing the deep cut characters like that. There's just something about them because you know. I, I wouldn't know because, like I said, I'm working for the big guys or anything like that. But like, it just seems like you get so much more leeway from what I've read for we to get like lower tier characters. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like no, nobody's going to touch that character. No, no. Like, who's, and who's going to complain and then be like, well, you only were able to write two issues. When you want to like go on an ongoing series? I'm like, man, I did my piece. I can, I still got it on the resume. Like, I did, still did it. You know, like yeah, I'm not exactly. a guy trying to go for the giant. Like, I want to write fifty book series, right? Just do a couple. You know, you did it. You did it. Yeah. That's it. You know, like it's <laughs> I'm simple, man. And, and you know what? I'll even do it for free. I'll put that out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably would, I would do it for free. For oh, free, yeah, bro. absolutely. Oh, you, with your character, they're going to want it for free. We're going negative on this. The over under is yeah. not good <laughs> on this. Oh, man. Well, Zach, I thank you, man, for coming on to the show. Um, of course, people, Omega 11 on Kickstarter, because uh, we're nearing the end here. Like I said, I didn't want to take too much more of your time, but we fell in a rabbit hole. Um, where can people find oh, yeah. you on social media, man? Uh, my website is zaxart.com. It's C-A-C-S art.com. And uh, that's like a blog. And that's where I hang out. And uh, Instagram, at Zach Atkinson. You know, pretty simple. Fair enough. Sweet. Anything else you want to kind of promote out there too, other than Omega Eleven? Uh, I'm working on a book called Daughters of Django. That'll be uh, out. Oh, for... other than yeah, that one too. That one. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gen Seven Comics. So uh, check them out for sure. Um, Very nice. There is so many comics. I I know we were just saying the tangent there, but like it kind of got to put it out there on the podcast. Is there's so many indie companies right now, and I love it. I, I really yeah. It, love it. Well, it's. It's easier to put out your own stuff now than ever has been. So. It is true. It is, yeah. For sure. Either Kickstarter wise or company wise, yeah. Yeah, it, it takes some legwork, but I mean, it's it's worth it. It makes you wonder what like Jack Kirby could have done oh. in today's environment. Oh, that is that is a question. That is a talk show discussion right, right there. That is good. Yeah. Oh, that is good. I mean, shoot. I mean, my books have been in development. For, we, we put a bunch of stuff on social media for free and we did a bunch of stuff like that. But like we've been in development for like three years and it's been like a whole right. thing of that. And it's like it's been that long. I mean, granted, COVID happened and that really busted our balls a little bit. But, you know. Oh, yeah. Mine too, for sure. Yeah. I don't think everybody. They're like, yep. No, we all got stomped on there. <laughs> Men, women, yeah. Joe, we all got screwed. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, Zach, though, man, again, thank you for coming on the show. I'll email you everything too that ties into it uh, uh, tomorrow as well when everything's oh, yeah. out. But again, thank you, man. You're welcome back anytime. You want to promote anything too? Uh, You're uh, welcome. Come back. Uh, yeah, you can have me back anytime too, man. This is all fun. So sweet. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, man. Well, say hi to the rest of Illinois for me there too. If you want to do something <laughs> fun, you can go to Sycamore. Sycamore is always a little fun blast. Oh, awesome. Yeah, man. Totally. All right. Well, peace, man. You have a good one. Okay. You too. Take care. Bye.